Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Well, hey, Miss Mona, how are you today? Hey, it's good to be here. Good to be um, working with some new equipment. Hopefully, we'll take care of our technology problem. Yeah, I doubt it, but <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll go with it. We're going to try this for a while. We'll trust our techno people. Yes, and um, <clears throat> so far they've done a great job. You know, the thing is, and this is what I told them, men, and out there, if you're listening, at times we've tried to use things to do our podcast, to do um, Facebook Live. We're using stuff that was not meant to do what we've been doing with it. So these guys have been doing well. So I just want to thank you to all the IT people. And I want to yep. thank you once again. I know you guys are getting ready to go we are. out again. And we so, um, man, I pray you have a, a safe and wonderful Thanks. and um, enjoyable, relaxing trip. Hey, let's open up with a word of prayer, and then we will jump right in, okay? Father God, we come today uh, knowing that you're the great God and that you're the one true God. And, Lord, we come bowing in... Um, humble adoration of you, Lord, understanding just who you are, that you are everything, and that, Lord, we can't even take our next breath without you, Lord. So we bow in your presence. As Paul wrote to the um, church at Rome, that we want to be a living sacrifice to you. We want to be that sweet smell, because we're trying to live and function and um, live according to your word, and may your word fill us. May it be truly living and powerful. May it be drawing us into a closer walk with you. And Lord, may it change who we are. May you transform us. Uh, Lord, we want to prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God in our lives. So thank you for this opportunity. Lord, we pray for our country. And we pray that you would um, be moving all around. And we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So guys, we're going to... Um, be in Ephesians chapter, this is sort of our jumping off point. I don't know technically because they were going to be one place because we're going to look at several. But in um, my sermon yesterday, I, I talked about um, walking worthy of a calling. Right. And so Miss Mona just read, hey, why don't we just deal with that walk? Because I right. really didn't fully expound upon that. Mm-hmm. That was right. at the very end. So what led you to want us to talk about that? Well, I also, I dealt with it in writing the devotions for um, the week for the church. And um, in it, I don't know, it's just something that resonates with me. It's something that um, over the years, as I have prayed in the morning before, especially before going to work, I've often prayed that, that I would walk in a manner worthy of God's calling on my life. And um, in order that, my behavior then at work would be affected um, and that I would um, make a difference, not just in the words that I say, but in the way that I act. And, and I think that's part of the problem around our country and the world today is I'm just going to be blatant. Christians are not walking in right. a manner worthy of the calling right. of which they've been called. Right. Um, some of us pick and choose, you know, let's just be honest. We, we have both sides of the issue. Let's just be honest. There's a, uh, some very liberal Christians that mm-hmm. just take God that he it's a license to sin do whatever and I can live whatever and God's word doesn't apply um, which I think is just 
absolutely insane. Right. You're going to get a lot of the real Hank today about it. <laughs> but on the other spectrum, you have a bunch of legalists right. that are like every jot and tittle and everything. You've got to just, you know, uh, come on, man. That's just as insane. Right. Um, God calls us to walk in a manner worthy of his calling. And if you look in Scripture and in certain ways, because he, here's why I believe both of those are, are wrong. Mm-hmm. One leads to nothing but love. Right. And that's just not everything God's about. The other leads to nothing but truth, but truth with a sledgehammer and an arrow that has no love in it whatsoever. Right. right. And that's harsh. Right. So you got to find that balance of where God calls you. I mean, I want to say to people like that, man, read the scriptures. Right. Well, and we are supposed to be different from the world. Yes. Because we are not of the world. And I think that that um, is something that is falling more and more by the wayside um, with believers today. That um, that if you were to look at people, you would not be able to tell just by their actions mm-hmm. um, whether or not they were believers. Um, and I think that we should we should be, people should be able to tell. I've asked church a lot of times, if I were to, if you were to be arrested for being a Christian, mm-hmm. would there be any evidence to right. convict you? Right. And I agree with you. I, I'm sad to say that I do believe many times the answer is no, there would not be enough right. evidence to right. convict you. And so those that do strive to walk in a manner worthy and do try to live separate from the world, we're looked upon as the weirdos. Yeah. When and that's fine. I don't care. Right. You're going to call me a weirdo. I mean, I'm right. an idiot anyway. Um, <laughs> but in calling me a weirdo, whatever, here's what I can tell you. I'm a citizen of another place. Yes. And I might be weird, but as long as I'm godly, I'm good with that. Right, right. And you said citizen, and um, we are citizens of God's kingdom now. It's not just something that um, we will get eventually when mm-hmm. we get to heaven. That once we become believers and accept God's gift of salvation, then we become kingdoms, uh, ki- citizens of his kingdom. And we need to walk that way now. We need to live that way now, not just wait until we get to heaven to live that way. We need to live as kingdom citizens now. Okay, be ready. <laughs> Here's a question. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you think that's why so many <clears throat> fail to live as God calls right now is because... They see, well, I'll be a citizen then when I get there. I'm not a citizen now. I think so. I do. And I, I think that um, I think that there are is a lot of that mindset that um, it, it kind of goes back to we've talked about before where our salvation is not just a ticket into heaven, mm-hmm. but our salvation is freedom from sin now. Yes. Um, in that um, we are to be different and live by that and i think that people don't quite grasp that or they don't attempt to grasp that so what we want to do today is give you a little taste of what it means to walk worthy what you mm-hmm. sh- you and listen this is not i want to make sure you understand this is not our opinion we're going to give you what the bible right. says right now i'm sure that there are some nuances of our opinion in this but really basically we're just going to give you what god's word says mm-hmm. and then you you got to deal with it right you know um, so in Ephesians chapter four, um, this is just our, like I said, our job, our job, our, our jumping off point. Here's what the Bible says. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, you know, I want to spend one time talking about what it means to be a prisoner mm-hmm. of the Lord. I lo- you, you say walk where they catches you. That phrase when Paul uses it is such a picture uh-huh. 
for a believer, it plays into what we're talking about right. today. Right. Um, a prisoner can only do what the warden says. Right. Really. So, I therefore, prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. That's loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to start? <laughs> so I think we ought to start first. Let's just talk. And I know, and really, I want to give you a, a, some leeway on this and let you run with it for a minute. <laughs> the word walk, you, you cannot, and this is the basis, guys, of, of, of Bible study and exegesis and understanding what God means when he says something. If you don't know what each word means in a mm-hmm. sentence, you're not going to get the whole picture. Right. So before you can walk worthy of the calling of which you were called, you first have to know what, what it means, means to walk. Right, right. Well, and to walk, that's really the, the way that we live. And um, as I was thinking about it um, over last night and this morning, I was remembering a friend who says, what are you characterized by? And um, sure, we're all going to slip up and have days where um, we're just, you know, our not living right, um, that we have to then confess. Um, but if we are characterized, how are we characterized? Are we characterized by those sins that we shouldn't be walking in anymore? Or are we characterized by the things of God, but characterized by the fruits of the spirit? Are we characterized by those things? So are they our habits? Are they the things that we do on a regular basis? So walk is simply just how do we live our lives? Yeah, you know, King James, he puts it, um, and and th- I know you, I've said before, you know, <laughs> sometimes we'll just sort of make fun of or bust on the King James at times, but I do I do go to it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about what is your conversation, and the word conversation there means life. Uh-huh. This translated says, "What is your conversation?" or "Let your conversation be so in a godly manner." And and seriously, but I do believe the word for our English word, their conversation, which we have a very different definition of it. But at the same time, I, I do love how God has allowed that to be used. What is your conversation right. like? Right. What are you going back to? What What are you known for? Right. You know, are you known for having the dirtiest jokes or the right. dirtiest mind or right. the filthiest mouth? Are you known? Listen, I can speak. Let me speak to me. Mm-hmm. You would have talked to me, and you did not know me at this point in my life. But in high school, I'm seriously. I was all about my my life was baseball. Mm-hmm. I was a huge, I am a huge Yankees fan. Don Mattingly is the reason. Um, my dad and Don Mattingly. Um, I could spout out, um, What I just totally lost my train of thought, um, all kinds of, of um, his statistics, that's the word I'm looking for, that he had and the Yankees had as a team. I could tell you, his batting average for this year, last year, with men on base, da 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 But, you know, to my chagrin, I probably could quote John 3, 16, and that was about it. My conversation was not of God. Right, right. So Well, in, in you know, again, going back to uh, the devotions that I wrote for this week, in one of the thing, one of the verses that I talked about was in Philippians 2, where it says, do nothing with grumbling or complaining. And in how that is connected to being blameless. And so that's, I mean, so many people grumble and complain. I mean, it's so easy to grumble and complain. We all do it. And yet, as I said in those devotions, what a difference would it be if we're the ones who are not grumbling and complaining? And 
and what a difference that can make in those people who are around us. And so again, like that conversation you were saying that um, instead of having our conversation be full of grumbling and complaining, let's have our conversation be full of what blessings God has given us, um, the ways that God has provided instead of just complaining about, Oh, the sun is not shining again today, (laughs) but yet we're here to see another day finding that, that, um, I don't want to say silver lining, but that's what people think of. So, but, yeah. <laughs> but just finding the things that instead of complaining and grumbling and that our conversation be about what God has done and is doing. Okay. So I know you have some verses too, don't you, about your walk? Um, then you have a bunch of verses about our walk. I thought. About what? I wish you guys could have seen us. She just flipped over this note card right here. <laughs> I'm just like, it was this like, major are production. Are we going to go there yet already? <laughs> well, we're still talking about walk. Okay. So is that not what your, the backside is about there? It is. Okay. But I didn't know if we wanted to talk about what it means to man or worthy. Um, let's talk about You're walk first. Okay. <laughs> because I really want, I want, here's my desire. I want people to understand what their walk is to okay. be. Great. You know, yes, we're going to, and we're going to make sure we have time to get to the other and the other passages to throw them out. But seriously, why even, here, here's my heart. And y'all, we're having this conversation about this thing right now live on air. <laughs> Why have a conversation about the other stuff if they don't know what walk means? Right. So I just did a um, simple search of um, the word walk in the New Testament and um, specifically in the um, in the epistles and the letters that um, are in the New Testament. And so some of the things that are said to us about how we should walk Mm -hmm. in in Romans, it says that. First of all, it says that we are, Romans 8, 4 says that we are to walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And we see that again in Galatians 5, where it says to walk by the spirit. Um, And so walking not according to how our flesh wants to walk, but according to how the spirit leads us. And according to, um, and Galatians 5 goes into the fruits of the spirit and and walking by those things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, Self-control, did I leave? I don't know if I Goodness. Goodness. See, I always forget goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 2 Corinthians 5, 7 talks about walking by faith and not by sight. And wow. I mean, yeah. when you think about that, because our natural instinct is to walk according to what we can see. Mm-hmm. And yet God calls us to walk by faith and trusting in him to lead us, to guide us, to provide for us, to give us all that we need. And so that walking by faith is so important. Um, Ephesians 2.10 talks about walk, walking in the good works that God has prepared beforehand. Um, that um, that verse says that we are his workmanship created for good works which he has prepared beforehand people leave off that end of that verse Mm -hmm. um and yet we need to remember that god created us and created us for each one of us for specific works Mm -hmm. and so we need to walk in them and if we're not walking in them then we're not fulfilling the purpose that he has given for us and created us for absolutely um Ephesians 4.17 says to walk not as the Gentiles walk, which is referring, means unbelievers. Mm -hmm. And again, like we said earlier, not looking like the world. We should not look like the world. Um, We should not be behaving. Um, Ephesians 5.8 talks about walking as children of the light and compares walking um, children of the light and not doing the deeds of darkness, which again goes back to not being like the world. And that's talked about also in 1 John 1.7. Um, talks about walking in the light and not walking in darkness. Um, 
Ephesians 5.15 says, walking not as the unwise, but as wise. And we know that we get wisdom from God. And so we need to walk in that wisdom and not walking as people who don't have that wisdom. Um, well, walk. the Lord says he would give you the wisdom yes. liberally right. in James chapter 1. Right. Like, so you, you don't have because you don't ask. Right, so. right. Um, Colossians 1.10 says we are to walk bearing fruit in those good works, um, pleasing the Lord and increasing in knowledge of him. Um, Colossians 2.6 says we are to walk in Christ. And we've talked, last time we talked about, the last couple times we talked about walk in him and Colossians 2 6 talks about walking in Christ. Um, and then a couple of them talk about walking. First John 2 6 talks about walking in the same way that Jesus walked. And 2 John 1 6 talks about walking according to God's commandments. And both of those are related. Um, those walking in 1 John in the same way Jesus walked was talking about walking, keeping his commandments. And if you, you know that you love God if you keep his commandments. Mm-hmm. So those. I flew through those. You didn't stop me at any point. No, I'm sorry. no. <laughs> but because those we're going to come back and get deal with them as we go to right. The other so those those are the things that when you do a simple search for the word walk in the New Testament to see what it says about how we should walk. Okay. So yeah, I let you. I just wanted you to go through them okay. all because we're we're going to refer back to them as we go to these other passages. Right. Um. So that's your walk. Your walk is the way you live. I don't know if you've grasped that through everything that we've said, but it's how you live. So I really want to encourage you to take a, a spiritual checkup right. and look at your life. Now, I want to make sure we, we also say this, too, because this is what was running through my head as you were talking. Mm-hmm. And it's not to give people an out. But listen, nobody's saying when we say don't, you should not look as a world. Look, I don't care if you've got, you know, a. a Buffalo Bills shirt, <laughs> sweatshirt. Like I know you're a Bills fan, um, because you're from there, and I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Nobody is saying that you can't wear like your favorite. You can't have favorite right. teams, or right. you know that's just that's just a part of just life and having that. But it's not who you are to be. Now I know some people. Oh my Lanta! <laughs> I mean, come on, people. They their lives are bound up in their sports teams, right. and 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 I can say this from a. a a point of view of I used to be this way mm-hmm. you know their whole life is bound up in that so it's great to have fun and to live that and, and root for teams whatever but who you are yes has to be lived out what you believe it has you have to show Jesus in every aspect of your life too so don't don't think we're because this is where I get fired up and fed up with people well you you shouldn't be a Christian and Watch sports. Why? Right. I mean, what's wrong with that? Right. Now, don't go crazy. Right. I'm not going to miss church to go to a right. football game. Now, some of you have, and oh, my Lanta, I know some people can say, well, he's like, I don't care if you go to a football game on Sunday. I don't care. But it should not be the habit. Right. But, you know, the that's habit, what we really get at. Right. right. So just relax, folk. Right. You can't say anything that people don't yeah. jump crazy. <laughs> Preacher Hank said you should not miss it for this or that. Uh, come on. Everybody's going to miss church every so often. Right. Just be honest. But it should not be your habit. So let's just dive in. So it says walk in a manner worthy of the calling of which you've been called. That word, the, so the calling here, specifically here, this calling is our salvation. Yes. 
And but now, as you said, salvation has parts to it. You know, there is. Um, and I just drew a blank again. I am struggling today with drawing a blank. Uh, there is justification, then there's sanctification, then there's glorification, all parts of salvation. And you've been called to all of them. Justification means you're made just. Right. You want to, I know when, you, you well, just wrote a good thing. Justification, when God looks at you, he sees God's, Jesus' righteousness. Right? And that that's what he sees. He doesn't see you, your sinfulness. He sees Jesus' righteousness. Amen. Ain't, aren't you glad for Amen. that? So then sanctification, that you're to strive every day um, from the moment of salvation. You are being more sanctified every day. You never get to the place you are fully sanctified until you see him face to face. Right, right, right. But every day... Um, he is making us more and more like Christ. And that is the process that we are going through, the process of making us holy and making us set apart and making us more Christ-like. I'll give you a quote from Bill Parcells. Um, he's on NFL films or whatever that they're played in a Super Bowl, and he's yelling at them, this is why you lift all those big weights to mm-hmm. play good. Well, this is why you memorize right, all those scriptures right. is to live a sanctified life. Right. This is why you come to church. This is why you listen to preaching. This is why you fill your head with Christian music. I don't care if it's Southern gospel. (laughs) I don't care if it's hymns. I don't care if it's contemporary Christian music. People, if you guys are going to argue about that, man, get over yourself. Mm. I'm just glad you're listening to something godly. Right. I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) not chasing that rabbit. But anyway, so you're filling your mind... With things of the Lord, for that's why you memorize scripture, listen to all that, listen to preaching, and you hang out with um, believers. Right. Your closest friends should not be, if you're a believer, should not be an unbeliever. Right. You're walking in two totally different ways. Right. Now, you can be friends with them. Oh, I, you ha- I said best friends. Yes, I just wanted to make sure people heard that. Yeah, because Don't hear what we're not saying, right? We keep saying go. that. But it's true because that's what happens. But... Um, that you we, can't fish if you got a pond with no fish in it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Very true. Um, but right, like you said, they, they need to not be our closest and not be the people that we are doing um, our closest work with. Exactly. They, right. And then ultimately in the last step there is glorification mm-hmm. where we see Jesus face yes, to face and yes. we're like him. Oh, what a day. Yes. Anyway, as as heartbroken as I've been over my daddy, that is the one shining yep. um saving grace and all i know my daddy is my daddy is now walking by sight yes not by faith yes so that's pretty awesome that is so he he tells us here to walk in this manner worthy of the calling um of which we've been called um who calls us jesus She's going to get (laughs) southerny quick here. Did y'all hear that? Jesus. They're trying to influence me in a southern accent. Hey, flip there in your Bible to John chapter 12. Go to John chapter 12. And um, this is the part, you know, people, watch out. Preacher, you're going to election that Jesus is called. And that's right. He does call you. Mm. You cannot get away from that. Right, right. but you have to say yes. People ask me, so here's a redneck version of, of how salvation works, okay? Okay. <clears throat> Jesus awakens you 
from being dead in your trespasses and sin, mm-hmm. Ephesians 2. He calls you. He wakes you up. He draws you. And then you have the opportunity to say yes or no. Right. Now, there are others out there that will say he wakes you up and he does it and you're saved. Boom. Right. I don't really see no. that. No. Because I've seen people, and they will argue that you can't say no. I hate to break it, but I have seen many Absolutely. people say no Absolutely. to the gospel. So I do believe that's the redneck, countryfied version of <laughs> Jesus sort of, oh, I wasn't supposed yes. to hit the desk, and I hit it four times. So he wakes you up, and he, he sort of draws you, and he gives you this picture of who he is and and what you can have and the salvation that's available. And then it's up to you to say yes. Right. You have to believe. Because we've been given free will. And so we, I mean, we just have to acknowledge that both of them are, are taught in the Bible. And so um, whether we understand it or not, we have to acknowledge that that's how it is. That's where, that's what's said. So, yes. Right. Hey, read verse 32 of John 12. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Mm. So you cannot get around. You know, and we try to avoid things that we disagree with. Like we don't want to. I know pastors that just won't talk about that verse. Right. He draws us. Right. The spirit draws. And I tell, you know, you get a, a and here's the truth. When you get a, some kids that are six, seven years old, been raised in a Christian home, the natural occurrence is for them to want what mom and dad has and right. to want what they've heard all these years. It's mm-hmm. just a natural occurrence. And so a lot of times, you know, they want, sometimes at that age, they won't understand what sin is or, or anything like that. And so you say, but I will tell, here's what I will tell parents. The Holy Spirit is beginning to draw. Right, right. Now, they don't have it all yet. They don't have sin. Most of them, that's where they, they're lacking, a uh, concept of sin and that they are sinners. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them can tell you that they they know what sin is and that others sin, but I don't sin. So until they right. get that, you know, they're not really ready. Um but we we got to make sure we understand that it is God who draws. Mm-hmm. Right. That Jesus calls us, that he, right. And that um, even as we are sharing our faith with others, that we need to understand that um, the Holy Spirit is the one that um, that opens the heart and opens the mind to understanding. Right. And so then also, this is part of what I did preach on yesterday. Um is in First Thessalonians chapter two and verse twelve. It's sort of the same. It's the same thing there. So Paul says, "We exhorted each one of you, encouraged you, and charged you." Here's the same wording: to walk in a manner worthy of God, who calls you into His own kingdom and glory. But now, if you read that in the Greek, which I thought was, and I just hit it with just a lick a little right. bit yesterday. Here's what it really translated reads in the Greek: the God, the one calling you mm. now i'm gonna get in your wheelhouse real mm. real quick that's in the present mm-hmm. active right. participle yep you want to <laughs> take care of what it means well just the present tense is that it's happening now yes and that it's not um it's not something that happened in the past it's not something that will happen it's happening now it's it's currently going on. So you're saying that God is currently calling people to himself? Yes, absolutely. Oh, amazing how that works, isn't it? <laughs> so it's almost like the blood will never lose its power. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. And so can he call anybody? He can. Wow. He can. Isn't that amazing? I know you think I'm being silly, but so often we think that salvation is for a certain limited view of people. Right, right. Um, you know, I've 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 heard Christians 
legit and seen, not heard, but seen them turn up their noses at people that have walked in our sanctuary. Yeah. Um, thinking, well, why do we let that in our church? And I'm thinking, that's a person. Right. Who Jesus died not, for. Right. And I don't really care what you think. Jesus loves them. Right. So we need to love them. Exactly. And we need to draw them, help to draw them in. Yes. So, and, and then the active is that he is actively doing it. So he's almost, he gets it, you know, both parts. It's, it's Jesus is doing it today and he's actively doing it. It's mm-hmm. not a passive right. voice. It's an active voice right. where it's a continuing. And that ought to get you excited. Yes. Right. Because you never know who's going to come to Jesus. Right. You know, it's not our decision. You know, when I'm fishing. And I'm throwing out um, whatever I'm, whatever artificial or real cut bait or whatever I'm using. Um, I don't know what's going to bite on the other mm. end. Isn't that a great thought? It could be a huge um, catfish or bass or brim or crappie or whatever. Might be a small one. You know, I may be fishing for crappie and I catch a bluegill. And then, so you just never know who's mm-hmm. going to come to Jesus. That's why you got to be sharing your faith and you have to be walking in a manner worthy of the right. calling. Right. Because you never know. Um, and, and I think, especially, I, I shared at the beginning that I would pray this before I would go to work. And because I knew that if I was walking in a manner worthy, that sometimes. Yes, we need to use words, but sometimes there's not an opportunity right, to use right. words. And so, but people would notice mm-hmm. the patience that I had for the students that I worked with, and I worked with some hard ones. Um, the um, My not complaining about administration um, and about the schedule and whatever. And so they that would draw them into wanting to know more. Um, and wanting to know how I was able to be that way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it, I don't know how, why I got off on that, but as we are obedient to walk in a manner worthy, um, we're almost out of time, so we didn't get to this, but a manner worthy, we, one of the things that we we'll talked about. We'll do this again next week. <laughs> one of the things we talked about was reflecting God's character. Let's jump into that next week. Okay. But I was going <laughs> to finish and say that that's, what we need to project, that's that's who we need to be. That goes again back to that sanctification that you were talking about, about becoming more and more Christ-like. So that we are not walking according to our flesh, but we are walking according to the Spirit, walking according to the way that God would have us be as we become more and more Christ-like. Yeah, great place to end there. Let's Let's try, every one of us, this week, just try to reflect God's nature mm. and God's character and project it in a lost and dying and dark world. Yes. Um, and like I said, we're going to come back. I knew we didn't get through everything. <laughs> I figured we wouldn't. Um, we never do. But yeah, but, who, you know. That's how it goes. We got a good run on this thing, man. We do. So, <laughs> but reflect God's character. Make that be your prayer every morning. God, I just want to show you. And, and I, you know, and I know why you're coming at that. Because I, I said it again yesterday. You know the old saying, one of the church fathers said, you know, I preach the gospel all the time. Sometimes they use words. And I argue against that because right. I don't want that to be what I really think. Sometimes there are only times they right. can see your actions. Right, absolutely. But I want to be described. But we don't want to ignore the fact that we need to use words. Faith comes by hearing yes. and hearing by the Word of God. Right. So I want to make sure that I'm striving to speak it yes. when I can. Right. So, anywho, so let's just, um, we're going to take a break and we'll um, be back next week and we'll talk a little bit more about some other passages 
and actually some more about this past. So I'm going to ask you to close in prayer, and then I'll say a few closing words, and we'll go. Okay. Father, we thank you for your word and how it instructs us and how you use those writers of the New Testament. Um, You spoke through them to speak to us, to give us direction and guidance on how you want us to live. And so I pray that each one of us would indeed take it into our hearts that we need to be walking in a manner worthy of our calling. And Lord, that we would be mindful of that and that we would um, not just listen to this and then let it go, but we would listen to it and let it resonate in our hearts and let it um, transform the way that we walk because otherwise we're just wasting our time. And so, Lord, change us and and mold us and make us into people who um, reflect you more and more. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, this is the Mosaic of Marion, and I am um, Pastor Hank, um, the pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and Miss Mona has been with me once again. And I um, want to thank you for your time and for listening to us. And hey, if you don't have a church home, we'd love to have you come visit us at Marion Baptist Church, and I'd love to share the gospel with you. God bless you guys. See you soon.